Welcome to the Progressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Business Development Coach and Mentor, and each week I'll be bringing an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating a life full of energy, action, impact and happiness. And today it is my pleasure to welcome Natasha from Natasha Marie Coaching onto the podcast. So Natasha is a relationship coach and we worked together and she's helped me in this episode in terms of reflecting back and looking at the relationships I have with myself and of course some amazing guys in my past um, of which I'm grateful for those experiences. So please listen, take nuggets away and share with people that you know it will help and and that's what you thought of it. Um, But let's get straight into it because I want her to introduce herself and what she does and yeah here's for me being vulnerable about relationships enjoy when it comes to relationships and when it comes to being single when it comes to living on your own I think right now everyone is really struggling especially not you know people have got all different struggles and I'm sure you can completely articulate and appreciate that you know as coaches as business women as you know we have so many different hats we have to put on on the daily right and you know Talk me through some of those hats that you feel you're wearing on the daily, on the regs. Yes, yeah, great question. Um, kind of, I think, business leader, um, CEO of my own business, uh, daughter, sister, auntie, friend, cousin, uh, niece, very close with family and things um what's different hats of hats um yeah I guess uh not uh, never influence it's the wrong word but kind of that um almost like that what you put out there that that person isn't it Mm. um so yeah lots I think um and lots of different ways you show up in that as well and um, expectation within that I think Mm. you know you talk about even stuff like niece and things like that or friend and I guess what I've felt a lot recently is I have to be strong for everybody Mm -hmm. and that's not strong as in such that I take you know like every single relationship but to the point where like if somebody comes to me it's like you know I'm really well how are you and what I've noticed is that I'll go yeah, no, great, cool. Yeah, brilliant. How are you? Um, because I don't want to talk about me or I just want to push it off. Mm. Um, and or I'll give people a little snippet of, I'm all right. Yeah, things like this happen. Uh, but it's not the end of the world. You know, those things. How are you? So I'll. Yeah. And, and I love that because I think it's just being really honest. And I think, you know, you're not the only person out there in you know who does the whole so how are you yeah I'm good how are you and in inside you're back like actually do you know what I've literally had a really shit day at work excuse my French I've had a really bad day and I actually really need to talk about this I'm actually really struggling and I'm really annoyed I'm really mad so when you say you've you know we've just said you've, you're wearing all these different hats and you have this element of expectation mm. now when I ask you about expectation, though, who is that expectation really for? Me. Mm. So when you think of yourself and having that expectation, and it's okay, and you can be, and just know that this is a safe space for you and me and to really dive deep because that expectation 
you've not just been carrying it for a week mm. or a quick conversation have you no it's, it's all the time and then I think that then when you do have those moments when it's harder um, or things compound that's when it's like oh <laughs> and enough becomes enough or you then yeah. behaviorally don't show up how you want that expectation to be of you as well yeah you just get to the point of enough's enough with some things or some people and what permission are you not allowing yourself what permission are you not giving yourself um I think to feel like I don't I like being a positive person optimistic hopeful um not so I don't want to be toxic with it but I like that way of life you know like yeah action you attract positive things etc and get through adversity and uh, move that into advantage is a big thing I've been looking at recently and I think um, with what happens around that is that you then push down any pain you have or any sign of weakness that you might have because you don't want to face into that and mm. it's sometimes interesting when I remember someone asked me once when I was thinking about this before a long time ago he says oh, you know how often do you cry and I was like Wait, I don't <laughs> and it sounds really silly to think, oh, I'm just going to sit and cry. But sometimes it's just like, I just want a good bloody cry. Just yes. getting some out of the And I, I went, this sounds so crazy. The other week I'd had a really shit, shit day. Um, mm. And I'd had enough. I got in the car, driving home and that. And um, I, li- I just started screaming in the car. I was like, <laughs> I what you would do for me. But I just went like, ah! And I did it like two or three times. Because one thing I'd always try and do is just put on really good music and sing. Yeah. Just get energy through. And and I just did this screaming. I was like, anyone see me? I'm an absolute numb nuts. But it felt pretty good. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> no. And do you know what? This is the thing. Like, I would say to anybody, you know, if you feel you are stuck, you need to shift that energy. You need to move the energy. And it, it's really interesting because the other day I was, I was walking was walking the dog and and I really noticed that my mood and my energy was dipping. And I was like, right, I know these, I know what's happening, but I have a choice. Mm. I have a choice to stay in the pity party and be like, oh, it's going to be a crap day. You know, I picked up dog poo, my fingernail came through and oh God, and the wind and the rain. And, and, and you can build on this story in your mind so that by the time you even get to nine o'clock in the morning, you're running that pattern in the back of your mind. And I think it seems and correct me if I'm wrong, it's interesting to hear that the expectations and pushing down fear are really linked together. And it's kind of like when one thing goes, it's a domino effect. Yeah, 100%. So how does it look for you in the future, knowing that this is essentially going to keep happening until I actually decide I need to actually learn to look after myself because I only need one hat Mm. and I can be the same person under that hat every single time. Mm. Because do you know what the funny thing is? Go, I ask this question to so many people, how many hats do you wear? And everyone says, oh, I'm I'm this and this and this. I'm like, okay, cool, cool but you wear one hat. Mm. What's coming up for you? I feel like there's a, like, we're having a bit of an emotional, like. That reflection on then, like you just, the two parts is interesting. So um, 
even that question like what's coming up for you to have that um, awareness and reflection what's that that expectation of me versus what's what my expectation of me almost is as well I guess it's others and then me yeah um and you know whether I mean I guess when I first saw what you're doing I used to think oh um would be kind of partner relationships you know and um, but actually it's more and again the more I continue to develop in what I do and mm. the relationships as a whole it's more than that because actually if you're not having any other relationships it's going to impact the relationship you have with one yourself is probably the most important relationship yeah. and then therefore a partner because if you're not happy being yourself you're going to not you're going to attract exactly what you are you know if you're looking to date somebody or get talking to somebody or whatever you're just going to give off that same energy absolutely yeah. until you're in that place where you like you say you're one hat I know me yeah. I understand me I tend to have quite a good self-awareness there's always room for growth but yeah. um yeah, I think that continues to surprise me is what you can, you'll maybe you'll always continue learning about yourself. We're never going to get it right, right? Always. <laughs> Do you know what? I still learn so much about myself and you'll learn so much about yourself. And, and we are forever growing. We're forever evolving. But mm-hmm. the one thing I really like, the one thing I always say is, you know, if you had a daughter, yeah, would you want her to be exactly how you are right now? God, that's a really good question. No exactly actually know that I don't think there's there's like literally things that come to my mind I think I wouldn't want them doing that exactly and you know what the other day I sat down and I thought to myself with my current partner I was like if we had children would I want them to be in a relationship like ours Mm. and the first thing that came to mind was 100% yes yeah if you can't say that about your future child (laughs) if you you can't say that then you have to make a decision now you have to decide to change where you are now because if you look into the future and your daughter is sitting where you are now how proud do you want to be of her because you're proud of yourself you've come so far you're a business owner not only that you're running teams you've got you're literally juggling everything and you're a role model to your nieces and you're a role model to people and your friends and you know you have to be in that position where you can look in your life and be like, do you know what? Yeah, I'd be proud if my baby girl turned out exactly how I have, like sitting here today. Mm. Yeah, bloody great. Mm. And if you can't say that, what needs to change? Um, I think there is sometimes that letting go of some things I think that's quite hard to do at points um of stuff that you get attached to um like what um I think there's I'm very much still attached to even they say about like let go of who you you know like become the person you want to be type thing but then we're, we're becoming that you have to let go of certain things so I will still look at the I guess aesthetically I am very I have this relationship with myself. I think, you know, oh, I, I'm, I'm not as happy because I wasn't happy as happy when I was younger. When I looked like that, I felt like that. Therefore, mm-hmm. I attached to that still in a way that I don't I don't want to be that. So I focus probably more of the attention on what I don't want to be yeah. than what I do want to be and really um, making those wise decisions. And I think there's a lot around control uh, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a strange one that you think you're in control of um, the way you are um and yes you can change things but things don't change so actually you're not in control 
Um, and it's, it's, it's working out sometimes. I used to think I was very drawn to pleasure opposed to coming out of a pain. Yeah. Most people want to come out of a pain, but um, I, you know, I, I think that's more because I don't want to go into the pain. Therefore, I can't. I can't personally accept, you know, moving out of pain. Where a lot of people go, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be there. Mm. Um, whereas I would be the other way. Yeah, and I think it's like that's such a gorgeous like realization for yourself, just to know, you know, actually, do you know, loads of people are driven by pain, but actually, you know, I'm driven. I'm driven by the fear of pain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's not. I'm oh I'm in a bad place like I don't even want to get close like it's almost like I don't want to even take a step closer because that's and that will come from and correct me if I'm wrong you know when when you think back to when you just said about being younger and having those self-image you know motions in process you know when you were in that phase that is the driving force of not wanting to essentially go back into that phase Mm. that fear that comes up for you what is that fear that um I guess that you just stick to the norm a bit more like stuff feels I guess I get hooked up on sometimes feeling like average like I really want to be out there doing different things and pushing mm-hmm. myself because I know I can achieve more than um I think most people can achieve more than they want to anyway I always want to push myself to achieve great things and different things from others and be known for that and Mm. very credible and um I think always just be known to be a good person and very have a lot of integrity because my values are very strong as a person yeah morals and things um I I I want those to resonate through in the behaviors of my actions yeah and therefore that means how you are and what you do and how you be um is absolutely key with that Mm. um for that to come through so I think an example I give of that to bring to life is I think that you have a look back like we're saying the fear of that going into that pain again the fear of when I felt you know I'm not judging anybody for how they look or anything but for me when I was awake I didn't want to be yeah. That for me, I didn't like, and it would make me very withdrawn. I would be quieter. I wouldn't be as confident. I wouldn't be out there. Mm. I wouldn't feel as good. You know, we say we feel as good naked and all of that. And you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't. I wouldn't feel that. And being in a place where I come from that and, and feel that the difference is mm. when I feel more like this is me. This mm-hmm. is my body. I feel happy in my shell. I feel more confident mm. because that confidence allows me to grow in other areas of my life. Therefore, like you say, it's a domino effect the other way. Yep. So that's what I guess it's a fear of, oh my gosh, you want to just, you know, you want to be that, but you know that that was an option years ago or that could yeah. be something if you don't, like you say, say no. Mm. Um, and this is, the, and that's like just really interesting what you just said is because you're essentially saying to yourself, you know, this could be my reality again. Yeah. Therefore, I'm I'm scared of it yeah I'm scared of it so how has that been affecting your relationships then Um, I think it definitely does from the fact that when you look at like you said the fear and the pushing down the pain is that I will do that um throughout all areas of my life then you know it's just it's not just in that myself I'll do that with other relationships where I want to come across positive and energetic and that vibe, but being open to someone and vulnerable and sharing things is a big thing. And yeah. not something I do easier. Therefore, and I know I've been told before a year, a couple of years ago actually, that I'm lovely. People know me, but they don't know me. <laughs> and, yeah. and I used to be like, 
well, that's tough. That's how I am. And I, I remember once saying, well, I don't know, I don't want them to know me. And they're like, no, Nat, come on, look, they've got to find a, we've got to find a way to break that barrier down. Yeah. So that you don't always share things. And maybe that was, I don't know, at the time, maybe that was, I took that feedback too literally. Mm. Work out what you want to share. So therefore I do this, oh yeah, no, great. Oh, this happened. But yeah, I'm over it now. So I, I tick box that, making myself feel I've faced into it but realities I haven't. To the yeah, and I think this is it. You know, sometimes we think we're tick boxing the, oh, right, I'm being vulnerable. Yeah. I'm being raw. I'm being real. Tick, done. But actually what you're doing is you're essentially looking at the celery in the packet. You haven't taken the packet out. You've still got the celery within the packet. So it's really about actually rewiring. And that's something I want to do right now. Like I really want to get some like rewiring done because right now what you're doing is you're essentially running a program, which yeah. you know isn't really ultimately serving you because what you're doing is you're trying to people please, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's the people pleasing game is one which I actually think is one of the most toxic things anybody can do. Mm. Yeah. That's that's that sound? yeah. Yeah. Because you and I both know when you said, earlier you were like oh you know I have really good I've got like I mean you know I've got really good values I'm like you know I want people to see that through you know me like I but sometimes what that means is we want people to see us Mm. in the best light yeah not in our true light because we're not perfect we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna do something stupid we're gonna fall we're gonna fail we're gonna find a pothole we're gonna like burst the tire we're gonna have these moments in our past and our future and our present where things just aren't as smooth and as beautiful Mm. as they seem Mm. fair to say yeah absolutely it's interesting so if you were to think back to a time now where you first felt you were people pleasing Mm. where you first felt that you had that need to just put the walls up but show up as somebody you know you weren't really Mm. how old would you say you were um I guess one of the most the most impactful ones would have been about 24 mm. a bit, maybe a bit older than you thought there but yeah just in terms of a more adult approach to mm. um to thinking about that yeah for sure um, was that your very first memory though um it was one that came to me then mm. um first memory probably both going back to like school and things like that and kind of yeah when you know like when your parents come to see you at a uh, a, a show and stuff and how you were uh, how you perform how you come across you know you want to make them proud yeah um, and it's really interesting a lot always stemmed back when I was therapy a couple of years ago it wasn't for that but what came out yeah. of it in the therapy so what came out of it was going back to just perfection and the need to please my parents and I've never, I've never ever had a childhood where um, I've been deprived of anything or mm. I've wanted for more or I haven't had something or not been loved. Like, it's always been amazing. Um, but I've put this pressure on me. It's not them. 
I put the pressure on me too because I felt so grateful for you know like want to think that I was grateful for things um it'd always be that you want to you want to be the get the best grades from mum and dad get you know do really well um Ooh. I guess it goes back to yeah when I was the education and um wanting to do well for what was important to them mm. so if you think back to them what would have been important for you back then um you know, to do well for myself in terms of um, the commitment and, you know, dedicate myself to what I loved was important. Um, uh, the family and friends that I had was very important. Um, and, yeah, I think always to work hard and to achieve great, you know, to, to do really well and achieve great things. And what would it have meant to you back then if you hadn't have done well? Tough. Mm. So... Um, I think it would be what I tend to sometimes do is I think that that was really crap and it pulled me down for a little bit then I'd have to think well and I'd snap out of it pretty quick and turn mm. it around but um, I would have that day or you know I've never been one to have more than a few days I think so I think this is pretty crap I feel pretty crap I'm mm. gutted um I'm you know and you're really upset it's hit me more than I thought it would but yeah. I need to change it and go with it so yeah I think that I would I would have probably gone through his emotions more then with something like that yeah um, and then to think about how do I change that outlook I guess so, that's because I can be very very separate with working relationships massively yeah. on that which is an interesting reflection and I always have been that and again like sometimes like I said that you know we don't know me I can be works work relationships relationships you yeah and I always I used to rip people apart for having relationships at work and stuff in, in my team stuff like that because I used to think it was so unprofessional and then I got an absolute tug for it by one of my line managers I'm saying you can't be like that with people and I'm like yes I can this is work that's relationships two don't come together and they said no Nat but life like it, it happens yeah. like, no it doesn't happen <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what I find really interesting about that is because you know I'm actually I actually quite agree with you in that sense like I do think that they're two do need to be separate because the woman you are in your business cannot be the woman you come home to and if you are going to have a relationship in the workplace you have to be able to you have to be able to leave your job at the workplace and not come home as the boss because when you come home as the boss guess what happens energetically you and your partner are fighting yeah you're fighting for essentially and I think we spoke about this last time you know we you you're both fighting for the masculine role of I'm in charge. Yeah. And this isn't about, this isn't about being sexist and being, you know, oh, men are more superior to women. This is not what this is about. This is just being very aware that a man will have a masculine energy and stand in his power and a woman will stand in her feminine energy because she's a woman, <laughs> you know, it is energy. And it's about really understanding that we both have two energies so which one would you say in a relationship you showed up in for your last relationship let's say yeah would you say you were more in your masculine energy or your feminine energy <laughs> masculine for sure I definitely remember a comment that you're not working now you know or uh, <laughs> uh yeah. yeah for sure uh, that that is the fight for alpha yeah and, and I don't actually enjoy it to be honest um, and I definitely well that's hence why I haven't had a relationship in a while but I definitely looking back think mm. I yeah but do you know and, and the reason is is because 
no you can be the you know you're a gorgeous girl you could be the prettiest girl in the world but you walk into a bar a man is always going to know that you're in it you're you're masculine over your feminine you can wear you can wear the nicest of clothes you can show up exactly how you are the minute you open your mouth and you start talking in your masculine guess what they're going to run a mile because they don't want a masculine woman they want a feminine woman. They want a woman who's in tune with her love and creativity and her joy and her flow and willingly accepts a man and willingly wants to be with a man. He doesn't need a ball buster. No. He's got her at work. <laughs> and I guess in some ways I, I want to be more like that in definitely like working with teams and things. I don't, where I work, I can work in male dominated areas. Yeah. I don't want to always show up like that either. And, and knowing that's okay to say actually... Mm-hmm. be that voice for people that aren't that um, absolutely and I think more women need to step into the you know we've been we've been conditioned for yeah. so long to be the boss bitch yeah. you know we have to be that version you know to survive in a corporate world like I've been there you know I, I've worked in London I, I, I know you know to survive in a corporate world you have to be that person but yeah. it, it's changing because it takes one person to be, you know, to essentially pave the path and then you have somewhere to walk and mm-hmm. you have to be able to step into that energy and be like, no, you know, like I am going to be me mm-hmm. and I don't want to be this version anymore. I want to be somebody who can be caring and loving and kind and, and have empathy, you know, like I want to be able, cause I'm that, I'm all those things. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't compromise your integrity. That doesn't compromise your values. Mm. No. It allows you to. It allows you to literally move forward. So how do you? How do you think you even have to do that? I think there needs to be a, a definite heightened awareness between the two. Like you say that. Um, I think to be softer within an environment of a how I look at business anyway that you can't how you show up there as well yeah um and then learn the two um I think I need to weave the two together better opposed mm-hmm. to seeing like I said so direct that this is this and this is this yeah um because the reality is it's your life and you yeah. know I guess advice before was shared that you know you need to um keep them very separate but if you do that you then become you create you create that war between the two Mm. and it's about finding flow and balance and you know you have to be able to shut off from your work Mm. and come into your home and you have to be able to shut off from your home and go into work you know and especially when we're all working from home your home is work your work is home you don't have you can't really separate the two especially if you are working from home in what we're going through so you have to then energetically clear yeah And I know this is heavy because it's bringing a lot of stuff up, which is why you're taking those deeper breaths because you're like, oh God, I have stuff to work on. Yeah, of course you've got stuff to work on, but that's great because you know you have stuff to work on. Yeah. Don't let this be a conversation that you have or that you hear and you think, oh, I'm just going to hear it and I'm going to do nothing about it Mm. because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm. And that's why I'm always really big that you do, you know, knowing that, I guess, you, like we said, you start, you're always working on yourself, always, yeah. and it's never going to be done. 
but there had to be that part where you just you do find the I am happy on my own first me opposed yeah. to being somebody else is going to make that happen for me because I look around at some relationships and most of my friends have got an amazing relationships but yeah. some are just, and I just think oh like no way with that I would rather not be in something for that reason so mm. but I think um and that, I know like last time we spoke knowing that it can be amazing not thinking if you think that a relationship or dating is going to be boring or hard it's going to be that opposed to yeah absolutely yeah but like why would you go into a relationship knowing it's going to be boring and dull like if you're like I've been with my partner for five years almost it is not boring it's not dull we yeah. have not hit the honeymoon like that whole honeymoon period is for people who they say oh you're over the honeymoon period that's a load of crap do you know what it is it's like you've started to show the real versions of yourself yeah and once you start showing the real versions of yourself, it's not about working on your relationship because when you work on your relationship, it shows that there's a struggle. You have to grow together. You have to make this, make sure the scales are balanced, that you're learning and nourishing each other in the best way you can. You know, this is about finding unconditional love for each other. Yeah. Not, uh, oh, well, you know, you pick, you've done the dishes today so I you know you have to go and do the laundry it's not about that like how many how many relationships do you see where they're like oh you know he doesn't pick up his clothes off the floor or he leaves the toilet seat up or there's just naggy complaining women yeah and why because they feel that their needs aren't being met and when your needs aren't being met you then feel like you're being rejected yeah and when you feel like you're being rejected what then what do you then do yeah I think it's really interesting to draw upon that expectations part and just what you said there as well about um that and I was listening to something the other day and it said exactly the same that you shouldn't have to work in a relationship and, and I was like mm. and I took that for a moment I was like okay I need to work out what that means to me but um I think really interesting in terms of drawing there again into for me the expectation part around um I don't sometimes think people are really clear on what they want from relationships or need essentially as well and this is what I want and this is what I need and uh, I mean I was talking to a guy the other week and stuff and he was like um, oh I don't know what I'm after I'm after this this and this and I thought actually I do know what I want and what I need and that, that doesn't work for me so it's like it's amazing like best of luck with that but like I thought I had just let it go I'm not going to make it anything and I learned that from an ex a long time ago that you can never ever change anyone I used to think, oh, I'll change him. <laughs> he, he won't want to go to Man United every weekend soon. And and then, you know, he won't want to get the boys all the time. He won't go on holiday with me. Um, and I thought, oh, that'll change. And I, it didn't. It just got worse, if anything. Yeah. And I think this is the thing. We have, you know, we have this internal, um, we have this internal battle as women where we love to be able to, um, we want to be able to save everybody yeah the minute you realize the only person that you can save is yourself and nobody else and the only person that you can help is yourself and nobody else you actually start to internalize and actually realize he's gonna go and I have no control over that Mm. I can control how I feel about it Mm. but I can't control him going out and seeing the boys Mm. Now, do I choose to get annoyed that he keeps seeing the boys every weekend? Because you never just have one choice. Mm. You never have two. You always have more than one choice. You like have multiple choices. Mm. Do I stay? Do I go? Do I work on this for myself? Do I decide that actually, no, like I need to sit down and, and actually really have a conversation with this person? 
the minute you start to think about your options is when you actually see so many more choices mm. because it actually really isn't about him going to the football it's the emotion that it strikes inside of you mm-hmm. that fear yeah that he's essentially going to go yeah and never come back mm. that's down to trust right but trust within yourself this is not just about you know trust is in like I don't trust him like it's about cheating or it's about having that fear inside of you because something you have that open wound Mm. from somewhere before where an ex-partner might have left you or cheated on you Mm. so the minute you see the red flag of oh he's on his phone loads or oh he keeps going out with the boys yeah that isn't you know he could be could be literally as harmless as he's just off to see his mates <laughs> which it always probably is yeah. but as whip as women we don't we have to internally yeah. tear it to pieces mm. because we've been hurt in the past and we never healed that past wound mm. and until you heal that those past wounds you are always going to find that once your partner does something that triggers you slightly you'll see it as a red flag and you'll throw the towel in because you're afraid of being alone yeah well, I guess in like anything like habits and stuff, isn't it? A certain action means something to you. You attach and label it as well, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I like my clients have to be able to move from A to B. They have to be able to go from being in that state of fear, mm. feeling that they're never going to be loved again, feeling like they're broken, feeling feeling like, you know, that the person they were, they just don't like. They have to change that. And until you have that identity shift, until you move from A to B, where you know yourself, you're happy within yourself, mm. you find that inner confidence to be, I just trust you. Mm-hmm. Even though I've probably been cheated on, even though I've probably had my heart broken, I trust you because you're a brand new human being who deserves 100% trust, 100% respect, because that's what I expect you to give to me. Yeah. Yeah. So refreshing, isn't it? It's like, like you said, like, I'm like, oh, it's, just been, it's refreshing when you can talk things. I think that's the power of what I see of coaching as well, though, it's just that you can talk yeah. through and um, and talking things out loud. I know for me, writing things down works quite well just yeah. to uh, do that. And I think I need to do probably more of that. Uh, yeah, and, and this is the thing, you know, like coaching is such a valuable thing for anybody who you know, wants to work on themselves, you know, this isn't about trying to, this is about really understanding that this service is a service to your life. (laughs) Yeah, this is something once you know, you can't unknow. Yeah. And once you learn about yourself, and learn how to have a good relationship with yourself, and a partner, Mm. you're telling me that it's not worth like it's not worth your happiness Mm. like to like I question this so often when people say oh but I really want my ex back and I'm like right so this guy's cheated on you yeah he doesn't like you that much he's told you he wants to be friends with you but you still want to you still want him back so if I gave you Prince Charming the perfect partner for you Mm. and your ex you're telling me you'd still want this fool of course you wouldn't 
because you think you don't deserve better Mm. but you do deserve it Mm. Mm. interesting so tell me what's coming up for you right now um i think lots about um looking at me and spending time doing that more Mm. um in terms of that part of uh, how I show up with the one hat was interesting and or at the moment like the many hats I think I have um, and then that kind of the one person thing um, I think one thing I always focus on at the moment is kind of you know my last year was slowing down speed up and really having that reflections um, and knowing what I do really want and that like you said like you I didn't know and that I can have that and value and yeah. and that people pleasing is quite interesting as well to reflect on mm-hmm. um because the minute you start people pleasing you just focus on the other person opposed to yourself mm-hmm. um and how you show up and I think there's a big thing again in that terms of actually not setting clear expectation on this is what I do really want but mm-hmm. seeing that with that you're not working on something as such it is that that's this is who I am how I am um and then because the vibrations and the frequency in terms of energy you give off with that is like you should more draw people that are in tune with that opposed to somebody that's not um yeah. i think you know not um i think just that you you let go that like you said you're not you don't want to go to the past of things how it was or get attached to something is, yeah. is not is letting that go completely and part of that i think is going to be a development journey anyway yeah yeah you have to heal what's gone on in your past, but it's not about dwelling on your past. It's yeah. actually about really understanding how you can choose your future. Mm. Like I'm such a firm believer. And, and I think this is a, this is the beauty of coaching. You know, I always say coaches are like um, our future, our future setters. They're all about the future. What can we do? How can we make it happen? Yeah. And obviously therapy is a lot more to do with, you know, your past traumas, really diving into your like childhood wounds. And that's, you know, that kind of thing with allowing yourself to just talk it through and it's really important that you understand the value absolutely of yourself yeah the value of you being able to deserve a loving relationship like would you not want to wake up every day with somebody who loves you yeah because people like and we do like I definitely did this and I don't know whether you did like have done it in the past but we start saying we're okay by ourselves oh I'm happy to be single liar (laughs) (laughs) not true you're not because you would much rather share an experience with someone you love yeah than be billy no mates and be like oh this is nice I'll tell myself I'm really happy to be single (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's two trains of thought there, isn't it? The person that is that, that sings that on their own is, you know, versus the person that's in a relationship, you're going to be the opposite. Yeah. You do have to know that it's like, I say like, I, I'm, I'm confident enough and to know that, you know, it would be amazing to be with someone if it's amazing and it's the same back in that type of relationship. Exactly. It's not, yeah. it's, it's worse because, yeah. but again, that comes down to yourself within that relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, I used to sing it. The reason why I say it is because I used to sing it from the la- la- like the rooftops. <laughs> I'm happy to be single. And, and it was the reason why I can say it is because I literally was a full on wave my flag. I'm, I'm a single girl. Like literally, if Beyonce made a song, it would be, you know, it was lit- it was all about 
me doing me and I don't need a man and you know I'm proud to do it by myself and then I remember coming home one day and I was so excited because I'd done something and and I can't even remember what it was but I remember coming home from work and I was just so excited and then I sat down and I was like oh (laughs) this isn't yeah I feel great but there really isn't anybody else other than the cat (laughs) (laughs) to share this with yeah because my flatmates at the time had gone out so they weren't even at home and I remember just being in this space I'm like oh well yeah I am single but actually do you know this was the that was the first moment when I was like oh actually do you know what I don't need someone to complete me but I would love to have somebody in my life who compliments me. Oh my gosh, that no, literally is good to jump up. I've been saying that, that's what I've said, that I don't need someone, the old Jerry Maguire, that you complete me, even though it sounds crazy romantic. It is that, it's someone that compliments the amazing life I have and what I have going on and, and understands that, I think, yeah. as well. You know, and Absolutely. That, you know, doesn't just say that they understand it, but gets it that they have their own thing going on as well. And so when you yeah. come together it's just even better experience exactly exactly and that's that's the key I guess in the aim so yeah it's so interesting I really appreciate it and it's it's good to um be on the other side as well for a change of things and um yeah I think it's important like you said not to focus like we say coaching isn't about going into the past as such but in a way that using it of give me an example let's use that into a strength from yeah. forward and future facing yeah, yeah. um is absolutely key to this mm. so tell me more about the work you're doing with um, some amazing ladies and I don't, is it gents as well or just ladies um i do work with uh, men as well now but i predominantly work with women so essentially um i work with women for six months because i truly believe that you need to have a long period of time to really work on yourself you know when we say oh I can if someone's saying you can heal from a breakup in like four weeks you know realistically you're you're, yeah. you're scratching the surface because there's so much that would have gone on in a, a year's relationship a two-year a six-year relationship you know there's a lot of stuff which unpeeling has you have to unpeel the layers you really do and you know like I said it's all about really identifying the three stages of the the breakup because you break up you go through this phase where you're very much confused you're very much alone and you are in almost what what is grieving because you've essentially lost somebody you know somebody who has been part of your life for so long you know I'm sure we can all relate to that and you know then it's that stage of I'm dating I'm actively on these dating websites or I'm on apps and I'm trying to navigate through what is um you know, what's going on, but I'm just attracting the wrong kinds of people. And I'm really starting to question my own sanity and what's wrong with me. Mm. And then it's a case of you finally nailed one down. (laughs) (laughs) But the minute you get into it, you start to actually self-sabotage because what you're doing is you're running the fears of he's going to leave me. I can't be by myself. You know, he's going to cheat on me. And you end up ruining a really gorgeous relationship instead of nourishing it and allowing it to like move forward. Love that word, nourishing, yeah. And I think there's that part that you sometimes, how does he want me to be? Therefore, I'll be that. And, it, you know, I think we said it before that that kind of um, was listening to the dating guy, you know, this one's in LA, bless them. And um, how we kind of get hooked up on, you know, one guy says, oh, hi, how are you? And it's like, oh my God, this is my life with him. <laughs> I, see, I see 
see us having kids they see us this is our home and suddenly why do females do that they do do it and it just cracked me up because I was like shit I do that <laughs> uh, we literally I I remember I think I've fallen in love with about six million men like you know in the part like, I'll be really honest like if a guy if you, and it's do you know what it is it's because they give us this energy shift yeah. it's because they bring like we get butterflies in our tummy and we get all excited and we're like oh this is exciting like we've all been there where we've been texting on our phones and like with like messaging a girlfriend and then all of a sudden his name pops up and all of a sudden you're like he's texted me and you you can't help but be so happy and excited because he's energetically mm. bringing that excitement in yeah and it's it's sustaining that excitement in a really healthy way in a relationship because okay don't get me wrong when my partner texts me it's normally like can you get bog roll from tesco i'm like cool darling sure you, you know like we do you know it, it's things like that but can you laugh and joke and just be silly and just have that energy boost in a completely different way which like i'm saying does nourish you as a couple it, it's really about finding the balance and to know that you're not alone but you deserve it you know that's essentially what i do with my clients i i really want them to know that you're doing a disservice to yourself if you don't find the right support and that doesn't have to be me that doesn't have to be you that doesn't have to be anybody that you see within the next 24 hours but it's important to have the right support because once you have someone to show you yeah. how to really navigate through oh my god your life will change yeah I can promise you that <laughs> that's it look, it's, it's amazing I love it I love how you I love that word nourishing as well it's gonna it might be the word for me that stay with me but a relationship would be key yeah um, Natasha I, I value your time I think you're absolutely amazing I said I love I love the energy of just being on a call with you oh it's thank like, you darling and I can have a cup of tea and it's nice <laughs> Uh, yeah it's a complete switch to my week um which feels like a friday and it's a tuesday <laughs> which is dead can i ask you some quick fire questions i'm really interested yeah please i'm yeah. ready do it are you on the hot seat so what would you tell your younger self oh eat the ice cream just do it girl eat the ice cream <laughs> <laughs> when you're seven and your mom tells you no do you know no do you know what i tell my younger self be yourself because actually yourself is the best bird like you're a good person you're a good girl just you know just go with it do yeah. what you're doing it's cool you'll work it out what one thing can people do to live a happier life do you know what be your disgusting self mm -hmm. allow yourself to just be yourself whether that's you know showing up and not putting makeup on and you go to tesco just be you and and it doesn't you know I think there's just so much on social media where people actively are afraid to show up as themselves. Yeah. Which is why on Sundays, I will always do no makeup Sundays because yeah. it's, I show up for my business and I always have my face on. I always do. And I say face, I mean my eyes. But when you show up as your natural self, yeah, you allow other people to be themselves. Yeah yeah great and what do you want to be known for do you know what my good heart love it yeah what's been the book that's had the biggest impact on you oh god <laughs> hmm oh that's a that's a good one this one stumped me uh I think it probably has to be um 
You Are a Badass by Jen Sinchero. I haven't heard that one, I'll have to look. I do like but, it. Yeah, she's one of my favourite authors. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What are you most grateful for? Oh, gosh. Just so much, so much. Um, I'm, I'm actually really grateful for my life. Yeah. Because if I hadn't gone through everything I had personally gone through, yeah. I wouldn't be sitting here today. Mm-hmm. And I know that. Mm. So I am very blessed that everything happened for a reason. Amazing. I love that. Look, you're a beautiful person. Absolutely amazing. Where can people find you? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Natasha underscore Marie underscore coaching, or you can head over to my website, which is natashamarielifecoaching.com amazing and I highly recommend that you do that because um yeah it's absolutely phenomenal experience um I really value it so thank you it's like that question isn't the Oscars where they're like what are you wearing (laughs) I'm wearing (laughs) me for any of your um for any of your listeners who are going through heartbreak or struggles um if they say that they've come through your podcast um they can have a free half an hour coaching session with me Amazing. I love that. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast with Natasha. And again, a huge thank you to Natasha for your time. I really appreciate it and value it. So please jump and listen to my previous podcasts. You can find a link in the description on this episode as well. Connect with me on social media. I'm at nastypotscoaching.co.uk. Sign up for your weekly newsletter, your inner greatness newsletter and also go on Facebook and you can join our community on there as well of like-minded people and lots of nuggets to be taken. So drop me a question, share this with a friend, whatever you do, have a great day and have a great week.